the Husker Cuz Cast Sports Show. I'm your host, Patrick, with me are my cohort, co-host, cousins, the Huey, Dewey, and Louie to my Launchpad McQuack, Justin, Derek, and Tyler. That's right, everyone. Tyler is back. Say hello, Tyler. Well, hello, guys. Welcome. I'm glad to be back. Glad yeah, to have we're you kinda... back. Glad wait, to have you. Way back. to way to welcome yourself back. Glad to have you. <laughs> I know. I you asked would it. So, is anyone else surprised? I'm not. We are recording this episode on May 31st, 2017. So let's get right down to it. The big nitty gritty news, and that is involving Stanley Morgan, and not in a good way. Stanley Morgan was arrested uh, this previous weekend, I believe, uh, for misdemeanor drug charges in Florida. Uh, he uh, had some Mary Jane on him. And uh, this could be devastating news for Husker fans, or it just could be a blip on the radar screen. Uh, Justin, kind of put this in perspective for us. Well, apparently he was uh, actually arrested May 6th, right? And it just came to everybody's attention this past week, which was a terrible way to break in the Memorial Day weekend. Uh, I... I was kind of split on this. Not really split. I was like devastated, actually. When it came out and they said it was a felony possession, I was like, there goes our season, right. our one best wide receiver. That was that was my initial thoughts, but right. we got down to a misdemeanor. Uh, based off of that, um, Derek, uh, how do you think this affects the team chemistry and uh, the captaincy? Because he's probably going to – was probably picked to be a captain this year. Uh, surely Mike Riley is going to have some kind of punishment for him. Well, absolutely. I'm sure he has a punishment for him, but I mean, I don't know if it affects his captaincy. It didn't affect uh, Nate Gary last year when he was suspended for a game. But how, but, but how many times can he do that? I mean, doesn't he have to send some sort of a message to these kids to shape up or ship out? You'd hope so, I guess. But, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, obviously, you got to suspend the guy for, I would say, at least two games, right? Yeah, I, I would say that, and I would say even a big game. Uh, Tyler, if you had a choice. Well, I mean, Oregon would be a big game. That's our second game. Yeah, exactly. And I think he, I think that would be a more worthwhile message than one of the, you know, the other ones. But, Tyler, if you were the coach, how would you do this? Yeah, Patrick, that's a tough question. You know, when I, yeah, I'm all about getting second chances. And Stanley Morgan, if I, if I recall, hasn't really had any disciplinary uh, issues in Nebraska. But you know, you pointed this out at some point in time. You know, Riley's got to send a message to these players that, and coaches for that matter, that this shit won't be tolerated. Yeah. Um. I, I mean, I think there's some issues of this case. How it's going to break? You know, does he end up getting a felony? Does he get convicted? You got to wait to let the system play out a little bit. But, you know, worst case scenario, he gets a felony <laughs> possession, assuming that he doesn't go to jail for a while. Um, I mean, I think you got to do three, four games on it. I, I think you, you really got to send a message home. And I think three to four games is the range you're looking at. Interesting. Interesting. In a, like three or four games in a row, would you kind of yep. be like, okay. Um, yeah, I, I, th I think you do. I think but, you do. Now, if, if it ends up being a misdemeanor and he doesn't do anything, you know, he gets probation. Um, and, then, and then two games, I think, is in line. But, I mean, it, it's it's a slippery slope. And, you know, Riley set a dangerous precedent last year with Keith Williams. And only suspending him that the few, the such a small suspension last year is a dangerous precedent to set. And 
It'll be interesting to see how he does it. <laughs> but would you accept a four game, a four week suspension at this point? I would, I would even accept a eight week suspension at this point where it doesn't matter. I mean, I, I know you can't do that, but uh, two well, games I meant during the season. I meant during I, the season. I know what you meant. Four, four just... game suspension during the season. Four week. Well, I, I think, I think first off, what you have to understand is I, I don't, I don't think there's any chance of him getting a felony charge out of this. It sounds like the prosecutors are only going after a misdemeanor. For one, for two, my biggest question is: On May six, you got arrested in Florida. What were you doing in Florida? Shouldn't you have still been in school? They didn't let out by May six in school already, did they? When they, I guess, when they get out of Nebraska, that's when the trouble starts. Maybe they need to just start having like a grad assistant or assistant coach with them when they're out of town to make sure they don't get in trouble. You know. But what I'm saying is, shouldn't he still been? Should they have still been in class? Yeah, final. I mean, it depends his final schedule. I mean, it's hard to say. I mean, I don't know if he was done with finals, but you know, going back to school. I mean, that's about the time finals week is. So, I mean, it is possible that he got out of finals by um, by that point. That's nothing good. good. Nothing good happens in Florida for athletes, right, Tiger Woods? Uh, <laughs> nothing, right? But so when when this news broke, the the real biggest thing for me was I think this is one position group. This is one person that I don't think we could have lost on offense because at first it was a felony, right? I just guaranteed to myself. I was like, Oh yeah, that's, that's going to be an entire year. And I thought with the way that our offense is coming back, this once leader, we, we couldn't lose. We couldn't stand to lose him with our depth at wide receiver. It, it was it was devastating. I, we were, I don't think we're deep enough there at wide receiver to wow. you, you. You can't you can't fill this guy in. There's uh, no uh, guy we, that can step well, he's up. Well, it, factor. It's, but it's, aren't you opening a can of worms here? Like, you know, who's next gonna get in trouble? I mean, when is it gonna stop? And when are you gonna have like a team? Antonio Reed. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nobody brings same, up Antonio Reed, which is crazy. You know, Antonio Reed. He's just kind of like. He's he, he's just kind of the wife behind. Is like he 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 he. Well, Justin, I, Justin, I completely agree. I mean, you you look at our offense next year. I I'm optimistic it could take a step forward, but losing Stanley Morgan, I don't care how good your quarterback play is. If you look at you throw out a bunch of dud wide receivers out there, it, it's going to be a tough thing. And and you know we talked about who we're going to redshirt. Well, I mean, if you lost Stanley Morgan for a substantial sure. amount of time. Keyshawn Johnson sure, it, shirt. It sure opens the door for Tyjon Lindsay, don't it? I mean, I think that door is already well, open. It, I think he could be our yeah. third or fourth wide receiver. I mean, I think the question is, well, is I, yeah, but but not but now it opens the door for him to be way better than third or fourth wide receiver. You're asking I mean, an awful lot of him, though. I mean, you know, his first year. At, at that at that point, at that point, if you make it there because by default. You're not doing you're not doing the team any favors. You're not establishing yourself as the guy. You're basically you got stand, one up. Yeah, no, but you, you have a chance to make yourself Morgan, the guy. You got everybody else, right? Am, am I right here? You have Stanley Morgan on this tier, on the top tier, and you have everybody else. You don't have anybody that is Stanley Morgan like. You can say what you want about personnel based on potential, but he has not proven. Everybody says he's back to his freshman form. Well, we haven't seen in the last two years. And so you have you have nobody to fill in for Stanley Morgan right now. Like whereas if uh, and I weighed this in my head, you know, what what's a worse loss? 
losing Tanner Lee at this point or Stanley Morgan. Stanley Morgan is a worse loss to this offense than losing Tanner Lee for whatever reason. I agree. A hundred percent agree. I mean, we have a quarterback that's really close to Tanner Lee, but to your point, Justin, I mean, without Stanley Morgan, I mean, Stanley Morgan is a thousand. He's a potential thousand yard receiver for us. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, you, you don't. We've never had one of those before. I mean, it, you don't replace it. You know, you're not going to replace it with three guys going for 600 yards. I mean, you you can't do that. And you don't base it on upon a guys with was potential like Lindsey. Lindsey, that's based off of potential. Pearsonell, based off potential. That's it. They they haven't proven it at this level. Well, it, it's funny to me because you seem to give Tanner Lee all the credit in the world when he hasn't really proven anything yet either. And that's why I'm saying that I think it's a bigger loss to lose Stanley Morgan than Tanner Lee because Patrick O'Brien, we don't know. We don't know what we're losing with uh, Tanner Lee, but Patrick O'Brien, we, we've seen what they've done. In a spring game, yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, that's all that anybody's seen. Yeah, those two. exactly. We don't really have a fair comparison, but uh, interesting story coming out of Lincoln there, so we'll see what happens. Uh, let's move on to happier subjects. Uh, Nebraska is in the regional this Friday in wonderful Corvallis. That's just irony up the yin-yang. You know, you have Riley coming out of Oregon State and Nebraska playing Oregon State in Corvallis. Just can't escape from that place. Yeah, I, I'm, surpri- I'm surprised you're calling it a happier subject. Well, <laughs> I'm yeah. trying to be optimistic here. I mean, Ow. you know, we're talking about potential. We have the potential for great things going i mean going into this regional so let's uh keep out of optimistic prospect here uh but uh we're playing yale uh this friday at three o'clock unfortunately it's not gonna be on tv but it will be on espn3 um according to Erstad, he's trying to get jake myers to pitch that day uh but uh, it all depends on how his back is doing um what are our chances, fellas? Do you guys, you guys see any sort of room for any kind of optimism here, Justin? I talked to you guys uh, two or three weeks ago when all these uh, pre- projections are coming out, right? And there was one projection that had us in Corvallis. And I said to you guys, it's like, that is the one regional that we do not want to be in. Right. Everything that. else is just kind of, you know, there, there's a chance. Corvallis, I don't see any chance in this regional. And... This is one of those things like what has a better chance us upsetting Oregon state and baseball in this regional or Nebraska winning 10 wins in football this year. It's <laughs> I, I don't know which one I'd go with, but I damn sure don't like uh, our chances I'm, in Corvallis. I'm a football are, you, are, you, are, you, are you, are you, are you, are you, are you, are you counting the bowl game for the 10th win? Yeah. That's <laughs> no. a good idea. Regular season, good bud. Point. <laughs> <laughs> well, stranger things have happened, but, I, 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 you know, who knows? Maybe Holy Cross will knock out Oregon State and it gives us a chance. But I don't know. I, I, I'd love to see what we can do against Oregon State. Maybe we, maybe we can shock the nation. I think we're definitely in a position for that. Uh, really, Derek, with their pitching? I don't know. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying for something here. I mean, is there? You guys anything? realize they have four losses. Four losses. So what anyway. you're saying is they're due to lose a few. <laughs> so yeah, what I'm saying is there's a chance. <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance. Um, there was something on the radio I heard uh, today about SEC teams getting favored uh, 
as far as the slots they were getting in the regionals. Have you guys been seeing that as well? Has there been a definite favoritism uh, with the selections, you think? It happens every I, year. The South teams always get the favor. You know, they're, they're, they're always the favorites. I, I, haven't, always. I haven't seen that, but SEC is always favored in everything. I mean. Well, they seem to always get the easiest path there, though. While everyone else has to, you know, put up with, like, uh, a definite sort of disadvantage. I don't, it just, I don't know. There's just something very unfair about that. But, uh, so we'll see how it goes. And I'd love to see Jake Myers pitch. That would be awesome. And just to see him uh, back to almost 100% because he's the backbone of the team, I think. He's the heart of the team. Yeah. Don't let my pessimism run through. You know, go big red. Yeah, yeah okay. take care of things in Corvallis. Okay. When, when in doubt, go <laughs> surprise big me. Red. Surprise me. When in doubt, go big red. All right, and then uh, we also have the NBA Finals starting on Thursday night, and once again, it is the Golden State Warriors and the Cleveland Cavaliers. Interesting storylines abound in this one. Um, the big one, I think, uh, Kevin Durant. Because uh, we'll see if it's really a case of, is it a head thing or because of Russell Westbrook that he wasn't able to produce when he had to. So he's got that shot. Uh, Justin, do you see any really interesting storylines in this thing? Or what are you looking forward to seeing? I'm finally looking forward to seeing some good basketball in the playoffs this year. Because we haven't seen it this year, right? You know, the closest I think... I don't know. The most I was interested in was the Houston San Antonio thing, but everything has just been turds all season long. So I'm looking forward to seeing some good basketball being played. And I don't know if we're going to do predictions now or whenever, but uh, we can do it during, uh, but, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, you say turds, but at least, you know, there've been some good bowel movements, Um, but another (laughs) <laughs> the other one I think that's interesting is the Mike Brown situation, Derek. Uh, the fact that you have uh, LeBron going up against his old coach, there's probably some sort of personal stake for him besides the whole championship thing. It makes things interesting. And then you have Steve Kerr out. Who I mean, I, su- I, I, I suppose – I suppose, but I think at this point, LeBron's gotten so many coaches fired, it doesn't really matter anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I, I'm really hoping for just a four-game sweep. Let's get NBA over with so we can all call loser LeBron, tell him to shut up, Well, ESPN, quit crying. ESPN even has, like, I guess the Warriors uh, winning in five. So some people are predicting a short series. Tyler, do you see that? Or do you think this thing has a chance to go six or seven? Well, I mean, I think, you know, I am not a big LeBron guy, but he is the best basketball player on the planet today. And I think when you have the best basketball player, you have a shot. But, you know, if if I had to put money on it, I would have the under on six. If it was five and a half, I would think I would take the under. I think the Warriors are better. I mean, you, you look at history in the finals. If you go back to last year, look what had to happen for Cleveland to win that series. LeBron James had arguably the best finals anyone has had in my lifetime. Draymond Green got suspended. Yeah, Bogut got injured. Steph Curry was injured and played awful. And Harrison Barnes could not hit a shot if he was wide open. And this year, you look at what's happened. You know, you you look at adding Kevin Durant. You have another score. LeBron is going to have to guard Durant a lot. Is he going to be able to put up 34 points a game when he's chasing around Durant the whole game? 
I mean, that's a lot of energy. I just think that there's too many weapons on Golden State, and they have too many people to throw at LeBron. Iguodala, Draymond Green, Kevin Durant, all can go against LeBron. They don't have the people, they don't have the pieces on Cleveland's defense. They have one of the worst defenses in the NBA. They can't defend Golden State. I think it's going to be a short game. I think it's going to be five games, and it's going to be very reminiscent of that San Antonio revenge series where Miami just got worked off the floor. So a lot of passing and a lot of um, straight shooting then? Because, yeah, they, they're probably a, a better shooting team than Cleveland by far. However, let's say for the sake of argument that the shooting abandons them. Does Cleveland wow. have a chance Yeah, in the interior? Go ahead, Derek. Well, I, I honestly think with – and the NBA needs to do something about this. But with Golden State having 10 days off, and I think Cleveland's had seven – I, I could very easily see Golden State coming out very rusty, and I could see Cleveland winning game one. And I could see this, this going into six or seven games. I, I still think Golden State will end up winning it. But if, if Cleveland wins game one, everybody's going to jump off the Golden State bandwagon and talk about how great Cleveland is and talk about how Golden State is going to choke this away. For 15 minutes, I, I mean. Yeah, until the next game when, right. when Golden State decides to pick it back up. Who else are they going to have? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Justin, I, I don't know. I don't know. Go ask LeBron who he wants to add. Justin, speaking objectively and ignoring your pathological hatred for Steph Curry, which borders on the homicidal. Um, and all of Golden State. And all Just, of Golden State. It's, it's collective. It's, all, it's, it's collective. a collective hatred. It's a, yeah. <laughs> um, how, many, how many games can you see this going and... Do you see the Cavs with a legitimate shot? I really do. I really see them with a legit shot. I I don't know how to put this out into words, but you know, kind of like weighing all the teams. I think it's, I think with uh, Cleveland, you know, with with uh, Kyrie Irving, he's going to be the key component for them. They can't. LeBron is obviously big, but he has to have Kyrie Irving hot, right? Yeah, I think. Yeah. Tr- Tristan Thompson, I think he can play, you know, along with uh, Draymond and all that stuff, and Kevin Love. I think they have enough components because isn't isn't uh, Golden State kind of banged up there in the on their bench and their lower level players? They're kind of banged up right now, right? Think, well, they're, they, they're don't have, they don't have they don't have much of a bench. Yeah, they, but they don't, they don't they have Cleveland. And the, the people the that are bench. there, they're kind of banged up, right? No, not that Cle- bad. I Cleveland, mean, Cleveland has t- the better bench is, is what it comes down to. I think that – They I, do. The Warriors probably See, have they, the best uh, they, front they, five. Cleveland, but they don't does, yeah. Cleveland does have a better bench. But if you look at the guys coming off their bench, they have Darren Darren Williams, Kyle Korver. Okay, those are two guys that can put the ball in the hoop. Who are they going to guard? Can you picture Kyle Korver trying to guard Steph Curry or Clay Thompson or Kevin Durant? Darren Williams is like 40. Is he going to go out there and guard Steph? Like the, the, the depth that Cleveland has is really, really good against inferior opponents. I just think that that depth is not on, going to matter. On the flip side, can you see, uh, can you see Golden State's depth, you know, guarding uh, Kyrie Irving or, you know, all these other pieces? They've got the, well, one of the best the, defense. The argument the holds true for both teams. No, but I, I would say I would say Sean Livingston has a much better start sh- shot of guarding Kyrie Irving. But I think the better argument is okay. Let's forget the deep bench. Let's say the top five players on each team. I mean, Cleveland's top five isn't even close to what Golden State's top five are. 
I mean, but the, this yeah. is going to be, I think this is going to be one of the best series. I mean, you know, in, in NBA, if you look back to the 80s, you had the <laughs> Lakers versus Celtics. You, you just called I, it in five games. You think that's the best series? He's, ca- he's talking about collectively, <laughs> like as a, I think, as a sequence I think, of as a sequence of I think theory. This is a, yeah, I think this is the beginning. This is the Celtics, Celtics uh, Lakers in the eighties. These two teams may meet in the next four or five finals. They're going to keep adding pieces, but there are four, or maybe five of the top ten players in the NBA on the floor in this series. I mean, it's an incredible series right now. And, it, it, I mean, even though I think Golden State's going to wipe them, I think the talent in this floor is something that history will remember. You think the- I, 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 have to, I have to tell you, I hope you're wrong. Like, I, I'm kind of bored with the third series. I don't want to see him play four or five more times. But I don't know what I don't know what other teams are more interesting. talent overall in the NBA. I mean, that, nothing- that, that's, that's what makes it interesting, Justin, is that, other teams stepping up. I mean, but we I, I don't know who it could be. But I mean, yeah, isn't 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 a new isn't a new face always better than see? I mean, I if it's just gonna be Golden State and no Cleveland, why not just do? Why not just have the NBA Finals in October and call it good? <laughs> but no one has stepped up. That's the thing. No one has stepped up. No one has proven that they can take these guys on. And I don't see any sort of chinks in the armor. I think they're all. None of them are getting old, so I think they're going to be around for a while. We just got to get used to it. And well, I, I think Cleveland. I, I, Cleveland I, I can still hope that he's wrong. I think Cleveland's getting older, but LeBron and Kyrie and Kevin Love are young enough. They got two or three years. Unless someone gets hurt in Golden State, I don't see them not making a finals. I don't. I, I just again this year, I think Golden State is going to wipe the floor. I think the revenge factor is going to play a lot. I think the the lack of athleticism. But, God, give Cleveland another year. Let them get a couple more perimeter defenders. I mean, this could be a a really, really good series. And, again, another chapter in a very historical rival. So this might just be a transition year for Cleveland in the long run. Interesting. Okay, so, all right. Who is your guys' pick for MVP then for this series? Uh, Justin, we'll start with you. Well, first, I, I didn't make my pick for I'm, – I'm, I'm taking Cleveland okay. in six. Okay. And LeBron James all the way. Okay. Derek? Well, I have Golden State in six. And I'll go Steph Curry all the way. All right. Tyler, you said yeah, five. Yeah, you Steph Curry lover. I did. I mean, you could have let me announce that for you, Derek. Chew, you could have let me do that. I, I could have announced LeBron James for you, you. Chew on your mouthpiece. Calm down and just chew on your mouth. Jesus, you see our how you see you see how upset he gets over nothing. He does. Our He's listeners, our listeners pieces. can't see us on Skype right now, but if they could, they'd see Derek sitting there with a mouthpiece while he's doing this podcast right now. I mean, he gave it away. Well, Justin, you're gonna love my pick. I have Golden State in five, and Steph Curry MVP. And I'm gonna send you a Steph yeah. Curry. Shut MVP. your mouth, LeBron lover. I'll yeah. go. I'll go. Uh, Warriors in seven, and I'll say Kevin Durant gets the MVP because that would be a you great know what? story for him. I, okay, yeah. I, Derek knows I don't like Steph Curry, and I'm hoping that Kevin Durant. I, this is why I don't want the Warriors to win. I do not want St- uh, Kevin Durant to win a, a ring on these terms. 
I don't want to see him like it was like, well, I guess I'll go to the best team in basketball and I guess I'll win. But you're okay, that, but, you're okay but you're okay with LeBron building up three guys to go to Miami. It's happened you know what? before. Jeez. Nobody was okay with that. I, I wasn't okay with that. You weren't okay with that. Nobody was okay it's with that. They saw what that was being thing done. to have a player go to another team to get a chance to get a title. I mean, it's happened okay. before, man. Dennis Rodman went to the Bulls. Shaq went to the Lakers. And Kevin Durant went to the best team in the player with Steph Curry, Justin Zidal. Not to mention, not to mention, he doesn't have to. Amen, Tyler. Tyler, you just became my new favorite cousin. He doesn't have to carry the team on his back either. He's got Steph Curry. He's got. He's got Draymond. He's got an all-star got, lineup. Yeah. Don't choke, Kevin Durant. Don't choke. Yeah. Just don't think of what Russell Westbrook. Because you choke. You guys are the guys, biggest. You guys can see Justin's face right now. <laughs> he looks like he's constipated. He's so upset. <laughs> I am constipated. I need well, some more. All he, all he needs is a good BM move. All right. All right. And that'll do it for us here at the CuzCast. <laughs> uh, shout out to Tommy Armstrong for getting picked up by the Vikings at safety again. So best of luck to him in the NFL. I guess they're not letting him go. So maybe he might find a spot on the practice squad. We'll see. Uh, if you want to hit us up, visit us on Facebook page and follow us on Podbean. We're also available on iTunes. Don't forget to like us and write a review. Help us get lots of likes and lots of ratings. Email us at HuskerCuzCast at Yahoo.com for comments, questions, suggestions on topics for future episodes. Praise, more praise, or trolls to your heart's content. Rest in peace, Greg Allman and Frank DeFord. Go Pens, go Warriors, and above all, go Big Red! Go Big Red! Go Big Red!